0: Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up four and a quarter at 5.36 and three quarters. November soybeans up two and three quarters at 12.79 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up seven and a quarter at 7.13 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat up seven cents at 7.12. December spring wheat up three cents at 9.10 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review if you have not already. I am streaming live on YouTube and on Facebook. Today I've been streaming live on Facebook. Facebook every morning here the last couple of weeks. But if you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Like these videos, that would really help me out. It'll help YouTube to spread these videos out. That would be much appreciated. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I have a subscription service that you can sign up for. It includes my morning email. In that email, you'll be made aware of every overnight headline of importance. Um, all of my grain marketing recommendations, cash recommendations for corn, soybeans, and wheat, broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage, they're tracked every single day. You'll get my subscriber-only videos where I really get into depth regarding uh, grain marketing, grain markets different topics. This is a monthly subscription that can be canceled at any time. And guys, I can't stress this enough. I will not try to sell you anything else. I know that there's always hesitancy when it comes to these newsletters that uh, you're going to get a phone call from somebody uh, trying to sell you some sort of other service, and that will not happen. You'll sign up for this thing. Uh, You will never hear from me ever again, aside from the emails, uh, unless you want to. So uh, just uh, remember that when considering this. Uh, We've got some rain that is going to return to the uh, Corn Belt Here this week, and it's not going to be anything big. You've got this system that's kind of starting over, you know, Wyoming, and there's a little bit down here in Texas. But over the next seven days, you're going to see uh, some decent rain, you know, maybe up to two inches in some areas of Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, maybe a little bit of Arkansas here, and then lesser amounts in the eastern and central parts of the Corn Bell, you know, up to an inch of rain. Um, this stuff here in the west is going to begin today and tomorrow, and then it's going to make its way east by the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, this is not anything that's going to stall harvest or anything in any real drastic way. Uh, maybe you'll see some holdups in some of these Western areas, but grand scheme of things here, this is, this is no issue. This is no uh, catastrophic event by any means. Uh, temperatures are going to continue to run uh, well above normal, especially in areas of the Western Corn Belt and Northern Plains. They're going to see temperatures in those areas uh, continue to run like seven to 12 degrees above normal here over the next seven days. So uh, pretty warm uh, early frost. Uh, Definitely not an issue this year. And even at this point, it would not be early for a lot of those northern areas. Some U.S. lawmakers are urging the Biden administration to avoid a reduction in biofuel mandates. There's a group of Democrats, including representatives from Minnesota and Illinois. They sent a letter to the White House urging that no reduction to the mandates be made. Uh, Here was a quote from the letter. This action would directly undermine your commitment to address climate change and restore integrity to the renewable fuel standard, the letter read. Uh, Biden, of course, Pledged his commitment to the RFS during his campaign. That was uh, something that he stressed quite a bit. A lot of people believe that the delay in the announcements regarding these mandates has a lot to do with forthcoming voting on these massive infrastructure and social spending packages. They want to make sure that they get that stuff done before they stir the pot with the RFS. That's kind of the general thought right now. Natural gas prices traded their highest level since 2014 this week. Futures in natural gas are up more than 30% just this month. They have more than tripled from their low that was posted in june of 2020 uh here's the natural gas chart for those of you guys who are watching uh we are up 33 percent so far this month as of this morning we are up 307 percent from the june 2020 low um, supplies are tight the situation is much worse in europe and asia i think that supply chain issues are a big factor here so the big thing uh, for you guys in regard to farming which you are well aware of already would be the impact on fertilizer prices which are just through the roof um I think that uh, procuring uh, some of this stuff is going to be difficult. There are people out there who believe that this could have uh, some sort of impact, if not a drastic impact, on the acreage rotation into 2022 here in the United States. You know, if, if fertilizer is um, extremely expensive or not available at all uh, to some people, uh, does that mean does that mean less corn acreage and more soybean acreage? Though that is an idea that is pretty widespread and being tossed around here. So uh, certainly something to consider. And when you think about natural gas here, grand scheme of things. you know we traded above uh six bucks here this week but this pales in comparison to what you saw you know in this say 2004 through 2008 time frame when we spent a lot of time above 10 and traded above 15 at one point point in i think 2005 or 2006 so um this has been an incredible rally but uh historically when you compare it to the, that period from you know 12 13 years ago uh, we're really not that expensive yet so that's uh, been a crazy market and all the energies you know pretty much across the board have been strong crude oil traded uh, or tested it's it's 2018 highs earlier this week uh, some uh, just a lot of strength there US dollar index posted its best trade since November 2020 this morning um, I don't know if the dollar is just being seen as a safe haven item here um, in any case there's a lot of concern regarding the debt ceiling potential government shutdowns, all that stuff. Uh, An interesting statistic, past government shutdowns have had no real impact at all on financial markets. One study that I found suggested that the median change in the S&P 500 over the course of 18 government shutdowns from 1976 through 2013 was 0.0%. So uh, government shutdowns do not move the stock market. Some trade chatter suggests Chinese interest in U.S. corn. Uh, we have not seen any flash sale of any sort from USDA in regard to China and corn. Mexico bought some corn yesterday. China has been largely absent from the U.S. corn market as of late. They made all of these big purchases back in uh, April and, and mostly May this past year for new crop delivery, but they, they've been largely absent since then. USDA will release its grain stocks and small grain summary report tomorrow morning. I'll talk about the details and all the pre-report estimates tomorrow. But in general, you're looking for a big year-over-year decline in September 1st stocks of corn and soybeans. You're looking for a more marginal decline of uh, September 1st stocks year-over-year in wheat Spring wheat traders in particular will be watching that small grain summary report for any additional information regarding that spring wheat crop, You know, acreage, abandonment, uh, yields, all that sort of stuff up in the air. Reports today, we've got ethanol production at 930 tomorrow, export sales, and then grain stocks, of course, at 11 o'clock tomorrow. The cattle market finished um, marginally lower in most of your fat cattle contracts. Feeder cattle had some gains. The box beef market marginally lower yesterday. Outside markets, um, trying to recover in the stock market. The S&P's up 25. The Dow's up 170. Bonds up a little bit. Um, the U.S. dollar, again, is up and is, is very strong here. Energy's a little bit lower. That natural gas, a little bit lower this morning. Crude oil, lower as well. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.